because nobody mm. wants to talk about insurance. Diarrhea, nobody's going to question diarrhea. I mean, you can even use that for both. What do you do? Diarrhea. Diarrhea insurance. <laughs> Ray, oh. yeah, I don't know if I can do the podcast today. Why? Because I just got half stung by a bee. Hey, Sean? Yeah. Are you allergic to bees? No, I'm not allergic to bees, but in the past I've said that uh, and I've lied because I don't want to seem... And I'm, I stand by it because even getting half stung, you, you, I, react, I reacted like somebody pulled out a gun and shot me in the leg. Really? <laughs> I was like... Ah, <laughs> my, my phone went straight to the ground. I was worried I cracked my phone, which I didn't, uh, and because uh, I chucked it out of nowhere. I'm walking by this tree. This guy was doing machinery. I don't know if it was because he was doing this using machinery, or I have a theory about why I got stung. And tell me if this sounds crazy. I used deodorant that has lavender in it. No. Well, why, I don't know why you discount it right away. Dude. No, they sting. They sting everybody. They're heartless fucking creatures. Bees. Well, that's why they're, they're cute, though. That's what happens. What? They're cute, though. I like how bees look. Like, I like the I like the uh, Steelers black and gold at the. That that's the bees why you like it. No, and I just think they look cool. And they're and, but yeah, I hate getting stung by bees, but I would never lie and say that I'm allergic to them. Well, if you're trying to and have your manhood intact, you would. That's true. And I that's mean, what I was trying to do. Now I don't. I'm a, I'm 45. I'm, I'm, now I don't give a shit. I, yeah. You know what gets me? Is I when like when I see a rat like still in this city after being here four years when I see a rat scurry across the street yeah I'm like <laughs> every time every fucking time you become curly from Three Stooges <laughs> <laughs> yeah and I start poking people in the eyes <laughs> uh, well you know uh, that's a, a, a shit that's really near and dear to me because uh, my lover. <laughs> Did my love that creep. <laughs> What's up, creep? <laughs> my beautiful girlfriend, Megan, is obsessed with rats. Obsessed and terrified of rats. She's she knows all about them. She's read books about the rat infestation from like the back in the day in New York City. She knows where she spots rat holes everywhere. She's like freaked out, but she has this weird fascination with rats. Like, it, like almost like it'd be her origin story if she was like, uh, like a Marvel character, a, a DC yeah. character. I thought, you know what I thought you were gonna say? What? She's obsessed with the Three Stooges, and I was oh, like, oh, that would have been, been weirder. Yeah, to me. <laughs> She's pointing out people yeah. who look like the Three Stooges in the public. Yeah, She's like, hey, he looks like Shemp. <laughs> Mo one time had dinner there, <laughs> just walking past different restaurants. She, well, she does know the history of the city too. She's really good at that. That's what I mean. Yeah, maybe, yeah, yeah. maybe she knows everywhere she that Mo and Larry had a drink. She's a Three Stooges historian. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, dude, what, what'd you do your dissertation on? Um, uh, Mo, Larry, and Curly. And, but not the Champiers because we don't we don't recognize nobody the recognizes the Champiers. <laughs> my my dad had a friend named Shemp, and uh, really yeah they called him Shemp because he was because he kind of looked like Shemp. No, because he, he was kind of an idiot. Yeah, he was he, he was uh, he 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 was uh, he was he was a couple cards short of a full deck. And and this guy one time wanted to, I was I was messing with him when I was a little kid. Yeah, kinda, like teasing him. And he wanted to murder me. I remember him chasing me all over the house, Shemp. And I was just laughing my ass off. And probably not the right thing to do. But didn't he, didn't he like punch her or something? Didn't something happen where he that did something? That was a different one of my oh, dad's friends that beat me up. 
What a crew. I know. Yeah, they, they, <laughs> hey, they took no prisoners. <laughs> or shit from children. They didn't take any shit from kids. Uh, what I was going to say is, is, is the rat thing is not something that I could have a lie about to make myself look like less of a pussy. You know what I mean? No, you're kind of stuck with. Yeah, I, with I rats. can't be like I'm allergic to rats. But oh, more of the population is afraid of rats than so bees. So that's how you, than bees. Yes, yeah, so that's how you get away with that one. Do you know what I think people lie about a lot? What's that? Migraines. I think a lot of people lie about migraines. Well, do you think they just don't have a full understanding of what a real migraine is? So they think they have migraines when they don't. I think it's just an easy bluff uh, to to make. It's a bluff that can't be called out. Here's the thing. People might be... Because I know I dated a girl who had legitimate migraines. Like, to the point where she would take the migraine Tylenol or whatever it is, like, specifically for it, and it wouldn't do anything. Like she, And she'd be, like, laid out. Like, she'd be... Maybe. Like that, a heart... Maybe that was the case. She could have been acting. I just really... <laughs> this is a cause you're going to take up. She could have been acting. 9 9-11 truth, and also truth about migraines. <laughs> She could have been. She could have been running a flim flam on you. Hey, by the way, nine eleven was an inside job, and migraines aren't real. Migraines are real. I, I think I've had a migraine before, but I think a lot. I, I think it's. I think it's like the old COVID. The what? What? Like the old COVID. Do you mean COVID? Actual COVID or the old COVID? So like. You mean like it's the old version of the COVID excuse? Because you know how like people would just be like, I don't fucking really want to go there. I'm just gonna tell them I have COVID. Like, hey, I don't want to come to your son's birthday party. I have a migraine. <laughs> I think it is. I think that's happened, but I if, think that... If, if I think you're multiple, listening and you've ever faked a migraine, let me know. I think that multiple people have... There's different ways that a migraine... I think it could be that you don't know what a migraine is and you have a really bad headache and you're like, I think I have a migraine. Because you know, that is a sentence people... People will say, I think I have a migraine. But I think people who have experienced real migraines would be like, I 100% have a migraine. I know what these are because I can barely open my eyes because it's, like it's, a, it's a, a light. Any light affects it. It's like it's a bad thing. Well, then that's a real cause of mine. Somebody with a regular headache thinking they have a migraine. Yeah. It's stolen valor. I think you should put a stop to it. Stolen valor. <laughs> what, what do you think? Headache, stolen valor. Yeah. What's, what's your go-to <laughs> fake sick? Oh, diarrhea. Yeah. It's a good it's one. It's the number one. Nobody wants to talk about it. It's like, it's like what, you know, comics have that thing where if you get in a car with a chatty Uber driver and you're on your way to a gig, and you're like, oh, like where are you going? And you, but you can say, I'm going to work or I'm coming. For, why, are you, why are you in town? On the road. Why are you in town? Oh, for work. What do you do? Insurance. Because nobody mm. wants to talk about insurance. Diarrhea. Nobody's going to question diarrhea. I mean, you can even use that for both. What do you do? Di- diarrhea. Diarrhea insurance. Yeah, I <laughs> <laughs> what is it? Just diapers, I think. Well, yeah. If you have diarrhea, we'll insure it. We'll get you your days. Get you okay. diapers. Yeah. We'll get you diapers. So that's my, my go-to is, is, hey, I'm having stomach problems. I think the power rankings are stomach problems is the number one excuse used. Now I think COVID has slid into number two. Number three is the fake migraine. And you know what I'll use at number four? Yeah. I'll just be like, dude, I'm depressed. What? For real? Depressed? Yeah. Just be like, I'm sad today. I've never done that in my life. Yeah. That's like that Nate Bargatze joke where he's talking about how he likes Walmart because it's a professional store. Oh, yeah. I don't go to mom and pop shops. Like, why are you guys closed? Because we're sad. (laughs) (laughs) One of my favorite jokes ever. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'll do. uh, Or, you know what's good? A sore throat to lie about. To say, like, I have a sore throat. 
Because yeah. nobody wants to be around a motherfucker that's that has a sore throat. Yeah, I never used it. I, mostly, I'll do. I'm the idiot who just goes, and I just you know, I barely can. Me too. Yeah, 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 yeah. I even go when I have the thing. That's how much of a people pleaser I am. Yeah. I'm just going to the bathroom forty times. <laughs> I think I have a cocaine problem. <laughs> no, just shitting. You'll just be patient zero for something. <laughs> like, I got this weird infection, but I'm gonna show up because yeah. I want you to be mad at me. <laughs> You, but, can, you can't do, like, rash. Like, what's wrong? I got a really bad rash. And also, no, you can't do rash. Not, yeah, and rash is, is too off-putting because they're always going to... Because then they'll never want to hang out with you again. And also, <laughs> diarrhea can be in that realm as well. Like, if, you, if you're saying the word diarrhea, like, oh, yeah, that time when you had diarrhea. Like, I feel it's in the back of people's minds in their future dealing with you. Well, I never say diarrhea. I say, dude, my stomach's all fucked up. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't think I've ever had food poisoning, but I've said it. That I have I've it. definitely had food poisoning. Maybe I have. I've been like green, what do they say, green to the gills or something? Or yeah. Um, at, on the floor, like just like uh, full on food poisoning. I've also canceled on something because I was hung over and said it was an actual thing, like a sick thing. Not a real, not like but a that's hangover. A, but let's let's be honest. That is a sick. Yeah, it's a self-inflicted sick. It's a self-inflicted sick. But, but it's you a don't. Sick. But you don't get sympathy for that. It's like ah, oh, no, what the fuck, dude. No, no, because because people know that it's like in your control, and they're yeah. like ah. Oh. Also, some people think like, hey, just get up, get some water, get some aspirin, and then eat eat a big giant sandwich, and then come eat us, or come meet me for whatever appointment for this job interview. <laughs> <laughs> You want to work can't. here, you got to come in today. So eat a big sandwich, get a little hair of the dog. Don't come in too fucked up. But yeah, you know, <laughs> a, a couple of shots. I had the best thing happen to me uh, on Friday. Last Friday, this past Friday. What you saw it? me Thursday night. I got really hammered. Yes. And uh, I was, I, I don't know if you were that drunk. You seemed a little better off than I was. I was fucking loaded, dude. And I woke up the next morning super hungover and I had to go uh, to Hoboken for a game show. And I wake up to a text. And, and then oh, it was the morning I woke up and oh, it was just I know pouring coming. rain all day. I know it's coming. And the text goes, the school flooded. Uh, they're going to cancel the show tonight. Now, as much as I needed the money, I was like, oh, thank you, God. I could just lay here for eternity. Did it make you believe? Yeah, like makes you believe in God a little bit more. Makes me or believe in faith, God. Or like, yeah. No, God. Yeah. You know what? I've told you in the past what makes me believe in God. What's that? Rainbows? How, no, how, off, how often I get a row on a plane to myself. Uh, That's one of the things that makes me believe in God. Does it happen all the time to you? I would say 80% of the time. What? I get a row to myself on a plane. But where do you go? Where are you flying to? What's your, is it the same? No, I mean all different places, man. Um, Any time. I've... I've maybe had an uncomfortable seat on a... I've been on a plane 50 times, which is not that much. No, it's not. I've been on about 50 planes, I would guess. If I'm, I don't know. I, I didn't fly I didn't fly that much either until I started doing going on the road for stand-up, and then now it's a bunch, but like... Four times I was uncomfortable. Maybe. Really? Yeah. That's pretty knock great. On, knock on wood. I had... I went to Raleigh, super easy flight, so it wasn't that big of a deal. It was like an hour flight, right? And I had a situation where I was in the road by myself, and I'm looking down the road. I'm doing that thing where you're looking down, like nobody else is coming. And then, but then behind me, I hear somebody go, "Oh, I, this this is 16," and this woman go, "Oh, I'm up there." I turn around, she goes, "Oh, I'm there next to you," and I was like, "God 
Damn, Damn it. it. So I was like, man, that was so close. It was in my grasp. But in a, it was an hour and, and change. It was so easy. Still, yeah. but isn't that isn't that such like a like an anxious feeling when you have that seat to yourself and you're just sitting there like, all right, this thing's filling up. Nobody sat next to me yet. Oh, I'm the most alert I've ever been. Yeah, you're like, I, I'm, okay. I'm, I'm going. I'm looking around. I'm counting seats. I'm doing. Yeah. And then and then you see like a real skinny like little dude walk on, and you're like. Maybe it's him. I'll take him. I'll take him. He works. Oh, he'll fit. He'll fit right. He'll fit real nice right here. And then the next one's like a, just a, a dude as big as me. And I'm like, oh, God damn it. Why would they? Why don't they ask? Why don't they ask when you're buying your ticket? I don't think they can. How fucking fat are you? How much? How fat are you? What is it? Love is blind? <laughs> on the, when you buy your ticket, it says, if we went to a concert together, could I put you on my shoulders? Yeah. <laughs> like that idiot it's from the all, second season? It's all real passive aggressive things. Like, uh, if you were on a boat with somebody that was 120 pounds on the other end, would they? Would it be a light seesaw or would it be more like a trampoline? Or could we seesaw together? <laughs> the office, they have that one. What's that? He wants to. She wants to set. Her, Phyllis wants to set Michael up with oh. her friend, and he's like, "Yes, he if the boat could would capsize. be on a seesaw." Would, yes, yes. If the boat. He said, "With the boat capsized. And she was like, "Yeah." No, she says yeah, you can't seesaw. So you, you're not caught up on Love Is Blind. Not a hundred percent, but man, I mean, I was I was the one who was caught up, and then you were watching the new ones. Yeah. And then now you're farther ahead than I am. Farther ahead. What and do you think? Where, where are you placing this season? Well, I, I okay. Also, you know it's. Even this, okay, so I'm up until right before they get out. We could just we talk about the, the one big thing. Okay, go for it. The one big thing. Well, there's two big things. I'd say the biggest the thing is the fact that the two people knew each other yes. and dated prior to being in the pods. Yeah. And, and apparently, they, I saw an article, it completely not set up. They, they did not know what they're saying. And I actually, because it's our, our baby, our love is blind baby, yeah. I believe them. I believe the producers. My girlfriend and cousin think that it was planted. It was on purpose. I here's the thing. Okay, you people are you know there's people that are psychotic and are trying to hunt it down if it was planned. Correct. Trying to get somebody to admit that it was. That's why I think it wasn't because it's so much of a plant type of scenario. If you would have told me that this fifth season of Love Is Blind only has two couples, pretty much. At or right. What is it? Edward first. Three, right? No, three, three couples three. that got out of the thing. Right. Three couples that got out of the thing. Whereas normally it's like four or five. Yes. It's a if you'd have told me three and it would be the best season yet, I would have said, You're fucking crazy. See, this is okay, so this is what I mean. That's why I think it's for real. It's the best season yet. Really? Best season yet. Wait till you get to these next episodes. Best season yet. I'm watching it after you Some leave. Some crazy shit happens. Concerning the two people knowing each other before, those people. Well, I'll tell you this much. That woman, I forget her name. Uh, Lydia. Lydia. I was about to say Lydia. Is out of her mind. No, she's not. She's not. No, she's not. Really? This dude, and I don't use I don't use this word lightly. Yeah. And Gaslighted. This Uche dude is a fucking monster. Psychopath, huh? Psychopaths. Like he's one of these. He's one of these lawyer guys because he is a lawyer. So he like well, uses real Patrick Bateman. Bateman. Dude, I'm not lying to you. It, it has that vibe. And he's the guy that, like, he, like, fires these chicks up, but he has such a calm demeanor. And, like... So that is... So that he's making them look crazy? When and he's, he's so he's manipulative. He's the one who's... Uh, ooh. Dude, it would be like... So me and you were in a fight, right? And uh, say we were dating. Say we were lovers. And you... um, I cheated on you, right? 
Yeah. And you're trying to yell at me about cheating, right? And I just keep going. Like, you're fired up, and I just keep going, listen, are you going to yell? You're going to keep yelling? Because that's not the issue. The issue is not me cheating. The issue is, you know, it's it's about trust. And he's just, like, jumping. Like, he's, like, manipulating every little point with these with the, both of these girls. So, and they're fucking falling for it. The Aaliyah girl f- fell for it. In, Lydia in the girl. Pods. The Lydia girl, like... They have an interaction in the new ones. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna give any spoilers, but they have an interaction, and it's fucking. It's incredible. Oh my god, dude. great TV, great reality TV, and that's what. And that, do you think it's on the up and up? I I have to. I have to. Well, the three couple thing. Now it's maybe. Is it such a brilliant move where they're like, we're gonna make, we're gonna put the less couples, and and then this thing goes on, and to make it, and we're gonna say it's completely legitimate. Just because I'm like, if we do the same old stuff, they're gonna they're gonna walk away. Which well, I I don't think I would. When they're ramping up the interaction, like the yeah, interaction they're, they're with they're the people that up aren't in the pods, yeah. Right, because that's why it doesn't matter. They only have three couples because they have more than three couples. Yeah, but it's, they didn't get together because if you can, if you're not focusing on the ones that said yes, which is a little bit of a cop out. Because if you, at the end of the day, then you wouldn't even need the. The marriage and proposal part. You could just have everybody say no and then just follow them afterwards and see if they meet up afterwards. Correct. Which is what I think some people do. I'm sure. Yeah. I, also, what's crazy from the last season with that woman uh, who ended up being a little nutty and went with that dude, that, um, Mark, not Marcus. Zach and. Uh, no, no, no. no. Uh, uh, the, the, I think she was. Um, I forget her name. The one with the long curly hair. I think not Latina. I don't know if she was Latina. Right? She was half black, half oh, white. Oh, Jackie. Jackie. And Marshall. So, you don't even know about the you know about the marshal, but then the other kid that was kind of seemed like kind of a spaz, <laughs> spaz. Yeah, I haven't said spaz. Spaz <laughs> is funny, dude. Dude, but, right? That we gotta we gotta we gotta remember that spaz. Start calling people spazes. Spaz of the week on brand new jerks. Dude, you're a fucking spaz. <laughs> you know what a spaz is too. You have a kid in your mind that's a spaz. A hundred percent. So that guy, they had a whole. That's the thing. They had so much footage on them and their interaction that you don't even know from the show. Well, you know, that guy had a proposal in a meetup. Yeah. That they never showed. Right. That's what I'm saying. Which is, I didn't know that until it shook out with Marshall. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, we can't, I don't want to do 20 minutes on Love is Blind because... Don't want to do 20 minutes. We'll save that for the finale. Yeah, we'll yeah, yeah. We'll talk yeah, more yeah. about it. But just, if, if you're not watching that show, it's, it's, it's one of the best shows on TV. Okay, let me ask you this. Is there... Equal amount of interesting things happening with the, 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 the we said yes couples. Like, is that cool too, or is it just yes? Yes, it is. Really, dude, it's fucking good. This is the best season yet. Show I can't wait. Best, I dude. can't wait for you to watch. Show rules. I cannot wait for you to watch. I'm gonna check it out. Listen, can we do a dude you'd like this? Absolutely. I don't know if you'd like this. <laughs> I laughed immediately on the, uh, in the first couple seconds. I laughed at this, but it is a strange one. Is this the lady shitting up and down the plane? No. Did you not see that? I won't watch it. You don't have to watch it, but this la- they had to land a plane a couple of weeks ago because this lady, like, sh- like we were talking about diarrhea earlier. Dude, it was, like, incredible that that much shit came out of one human being. Jeez. I know. Dude, I don't think I'd be able to watch the video. There's video of it? Yeah. I would not be able to watch it. Like, it's, it's more aftermath. Oh. <laughs> You're not watching the plane at the oh. towers. You're watching... Uh, <laughs> You know. You're watching the Dutch clubs. Yeah. Um, <laughs> real 9-11 analogy. Yeah. Um, but also, I don't want to watch it out of respect. This poor woman. 
that talk about a, my nightmare of my life. Yeah, that happening to I, I. That's so embarrassing, and have that go viral is, is so, is so so embarrassing. But here, let me show you mine. It's not going to top that. I'll tell you that much. Welcome back to Dude You'd Like This. For some reason, this video struck me as really weird. Ready? Dude, you'd like this. This is where I got stuck in the water slide. <laughs> this is where I got kicked out of Kings for chasing my friends with shaving cream. This is where I was a bridesmaid and never saw the bride again. This is where, moments after meeting me, the hairdresser announced... I'm going to cut your hair like this to focus eyes away from your Rubenesque belly and your double chin. <laughs> this is where a guy called me from out of the blue and said, remember me from Nevada? I didn't, but I drove down here and met him and pretended I did. This is where I drove by an escaped cow running in the ditch. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> Dude, that's hilarious. Isn't that great? I would love, I'd like to see more of those. People just going through all the fucking disasters oh, of their the life. shit that's happened to them yeah. in their life. Yeah, yeah. I know. It'd be fantastic. All right. So you did like it. I liked it a lot. All right. Dude, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> I think I, it's one of these things where. I like how she had the dates and the location of where she. It's a great video. She had the dates and the locations of where she had that disastrous time. Like somebody calling her. Well, my favorite thing is that. It's one of those things that you're like, after you watch it, you're like, it, is she doing it? She's doing it to be funny? Like, and yeah. you have in your head. And, and once you watch the whole thing, you realize like, oh, this is, she knows it and it's really funny. And she's doing it to be dry and to be, you know what I mean? Like, she's in on it. Oh, she's in on videos, the bit. Like, there's a guy, there's a guy, he seems like he might have like developmental disabled, like, like he's like disabled. Shemp. It's like a shemp. No, like he's actually has some real... Like not just like your dopey friend, like no, no, no. Shemp was oh, oh, yeah, yeah. oh, like for real, for real. Yeah. Oh, okay. But Shemp in the show wasn't like that. But all right, the other ones were a little bit more like that than Shemp. But uh, he does this thing where this guy's probably like in his fifties, and he makes these sweaters. Have you seen this guy? And he goes, "This is my so-and-so yeah. sweater from here." And you're like, "Is he playing this up?" And he knows what he's doing. It's just a little bit odd, or is there more going on here? Colin Chamberlain loves him. I'm sure because Colin's a mean kid. <laughs> Colin's a bully. <laughs> but it's like there's something wholesome about it. But there's also something like I'm like, does he know that people are going to watch it and they're kind of like make fun of watching it? Like meaning like they're watching it to like a little bit of Schadenfreude. Like I'm glad I'm not this guy. Does he or know that he's going viral for all the wrong reasons? Yeah, exactly. And yeah. I think I don't know. I think he's just legitimately, genuinely doing it. And he just thinks people are into his sweaters because that's how he comes Jesus. off. But you never know. I don't know. Maybe this guy is a comedy genius and he's like, it's so meta. It's like this Nathan for you type scenario. I, I wonder, I, I, Nathan for you, I always wonder what he, what Nathan Fielder is like. Like, I, I, do you think he's, do you think he's not far off from that? I think it's okay. I've had long conversations about this. So if people who don't know, Nathan Fielder is a guy who he did a show called Nathan for You on Comedy Central. I think it was I think it was spoofed. It's supposed to spoof The Prophet. It was like he was investing in businesses. Yeah, the show The Prophet that was on MSNBC that I used to love. This guy Marcus Lamonius. Lamonius. Well, you know how he got started before that. He was Canada. He wrote. He was doing like like consumer like reporting, and was I think making like kind of making it a bit on an actual show. Yeah. 
Okay, yeah, and then, then it turned into this. He's a super... Yeah, he totally knows what he's doing. But, okay, Nathan, for you, the the when it's almost like an impractical jokers thing. Yeah. The joke's on him. And the people react to him like, what What are you? Like, and they, But he knows... He has, Even though he is mostly like that, Nathan, for you, and he has that personality, he has comedy brain. He knows why he's making the show, which makes him on the outside of things as well as being on the inside, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. He's in it and he's outside of it. He knows that his personality makes people uncomfortable. And But when it's on him and he's like the weirdo and he's getting, he's meeting the people and he's getting dates for himself and he's putting himself in a, uh, making a, a fake uh, bachelor show and the, uh, and the, uh, the announcer, he's hilarious, like trying to become, it's, it's hilarious, right? But because mostly they're just reacting like, what are you, what, what's your deal, right? Yeah, but he never even comes close to like, breaking he doesn't that's why i think that he is a lot like it somewhat yeah but recently not not uh how to with john wilson he he produces that yeah the other show the rehearsal rehearsal. maybe we we talked about this yeah i have an issue with that for a bunch of episodes he gets very very down a rabbit hole on what he's doing and if he should be doing it and whatever by the end of it and it's and it's a little bit melodramatic towards the end about it gets weird it gets really weird yeah but there's a couple of those episodes. I'm like, these people have no idea, and you're pretending to help them, and they have. Then you have comedy brain. They don't, and it's fucked up that you're doing that to them. Even though you are helping them in the situation, and you're being endearing, and you, you, the one yeah. guy I'm thinking of, the trivia guy, the black dude from Brooklyn, who like likes that girl, and is obviously on the spectrum, and and really is being earnest. It was fucking hilarious, though. It, it was super funny when, I he, know. when he worked in the questions. To the that was my favorite thing. It was ever. really funny, and also he shows him at the end. He goes, I. I don't know if I had the heart to tell him what this yeah. was and what I did and whatever it is. And they show him, and it's rehearsal, and it's the actor, and he never did it. And I believe that he never told the guy for real. And the thing about the how-to, I think it's more um, he, it's more open, it's more transparent, whatever it is. But if, you, if you're in, people, people don't realize is this. Yeah, you can, there's a, tons of weird people in comedy, but they still have comedy brain. They're yeah. not. They're not being. They're not being their their true genuine selves. They they're playing up their autism. They're playing up their their weird personality because they know it gets a laugh. So with that, you have some you have some self awareness. That dude didn't. And yeah. what he did to him and being on the show, this guy, that guy just thought it was straight up. I don't. Who even knows if he knew it was a comedy? Now maybe he did, but I don't believe he did. I so don't believe he that's did. That's the issue I have with Nathan. It's, I agree. Yeah. It was the issue I used to have, like like not the issue, but like kind of like the uh, like the. I don't know, like little like tug of war in my head that I had with what Howard Stern did for so many years. Like, 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 I, like I thought Howard was hilarious, but it was also like, man, he's kind of like exploiting these like mentally ill fucking people. But then it's also like they got fucking careers out of it. So it's like where, you know what I mean? I don't know what's always right. Especially because it was a bunch of people who wouldn't be able to make the money where they were making. Um, Correct. Uh, on uh, on some whatever random job. But so, at the cost yeah. of their dignity. 100%. And they're, you know. And I think now some of them I think knew, some of them didn't. With the whack pack people. Yeah, I think some of them realized like he has me in because I'm this guy. I'm, I got this weird thing to me, whatever it is. So, yeah, I think you're right. And even even you, you would go to like. American Idol for years was hey let's make fun of the bad singers, people that can't sing. the William Hong. Do you know my favorite part of American Idol used to be? What's that? Is, do you remember when they used to? Uh, it would be a bad singer, and they would be like no, and the bad singer would think that they were messing with them. They were like, okay, okay, no, but how was it? And they're like, 
was fucking awful. <laughs> and, they're, and they're like, yeah, but <laughs> no, like everybody that I've around is, you know, knows I'm good. And then they're like, well, then they must be deaf because you're terrible. <laughs> they got real brutal, but it's a rude awakening for a lot of people. But yeah. here's the thing. But we, just like we're talking about the producers, because you're, if you're that person, right? You, they, you're not just walking. That's not open. You're not walking into that room. You, yeah. went, you went through... A lot of... A lot of pre-trial uh, motions here. A lot of uh, preliminary So auditions. then do you think those preliminaries made them think that they were good enough? Yes. Oh, yeah. Okay. Then that makes more sense. And that's why some of them might have the attitude where... That's why now I think they changed their focus. You don't get the bad ones anymore because things have changed. And the, the bullying factor is... is out, out the window and now it's more like hey here's my heartwarming uh, 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 good news story that I can make go viral and I'm singing this song to my dad and then my military dad shows up at the actual like that kind of stuff and then it's probably better they do that because it's it's more I don't know it's more not I wouldn't call it genuine because it's still yeah it's still a little bit you know manipulative for the audience but it's at least it's not you pretending these people are just walking into the room straight from their house that's never happened yeah. even last comic standing had that they had they would have pre-set up stinkers. they had people on the stinkers yeah and then also i'm convinced that especially early on and then they had line people i don't think in all the seasons of last comic standing which wasn't many i don't know if there was one person that actually made it from the legitimate line dude that's what like but if as a viewer before i even had any association of doing comedy i was just a fan and i used to watch last comic standing i thought like they try to make you think that these people are aren't real stand-ups and they're just getting on the show you know what i mean like it's like um, exactly right. like american idol that's what they made me like, think yeah and i have a dollar and a wish and i can <laughs> you know, it's like yeah. yeah 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 i'm kind of my friends think i'm funny at the water cooler you know? Yeah. And then I remember, though, like, I started realizing at the one season that I watched because I was also, like, a huge Comedy Central guy and, like, watched all the Comedy Central presents and all, like, yep. I was, like, into comedy, like, as much as you could be before the internet, like, was the internet, what the internet is now. Yeah. And I started going, like, that's, like, a dude. I saw him, like, years ago. Right. He's, like, a dude. Because you knew. You yeah. Like comedy. Exactly. Um, but, but, but people that, because the amount of people that don't know stand-up and are watching that are going, like, the, it, all it's going to do is fortify the idea when they're like, you should be on Comedy Central. I fucking knew you were going to say that. Yeah, it's just going to reinforce. <laughs> this. Which it's, I don't even know if they would ever bring it back. They, it, every time it comes back and they tell comics, stand-up is a very hard thing to do in the real world. Yeah. Meaning, if, you, if you're not, if it's not stand-up stand -up controlled by stand-ups for stand-ups, like Funny People the Movie sucked. Not a good representation of stand-up. No. Maybe a couple aspects for it, right, of it, right? But... Um, if you're not, if there, it's not a stand-up created thing, and people know the ins and outs. Like the, sh the show Crashing with Pete Holmes, is a is kind of a good review. There's a lot of things in it that people didn't know about stand-up beforehand. Yeah. But if you put it into like the Sunday night or the Thursday night lineup on something, and regular people watching stand-up, like I just said, it's just gonna make people go, Oh my god, my friend at work could do this show. He could just show up in the line. Yeah. He's killer. He'd win this thing. And the fact of the matter is, your friend would not win that thing. 
Your friend stinks. <laughs> but it, but <laughs> your friend's funny at lunch. And like, you know yeah, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's not. He's a little racist. <laughs> <laughs> he's probably just a little racist. And he's doing jokes from Animal House, and you just haven't watched it recently enough <laughs> to stealing, know. He's doing bits from 40 years yeah. ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, I wanted to ask you this uh, before we get into one new segment we are excited. that I have planned that I'm, we, excited, we, that I'm excited about. We're, we're, we're switching out Quick Jerk this week for another one that we hope you guys like. I don't know how funny it's going to be, but I think it's going to be fun for us. Us. It'll be really fun for us. Um, and uh, but it's uh, I watched that telemarketers documentary, which if you have not, I watched talked, the whole thing. Woo, is it good? It's great. And I wanted to ask. It can't, well, it ends on oh, a, a, bl- a blase note, and I don't know if it ends on a blase note as much as like a. a it ends on a thing that where it's like, oh, we did nothing, and you can't fix this, and it's gonna happen forever, and it's yeah, it's that kind of thing. I got a call from those people trying. So, so the telemarketers thing. If you haven't watched it, it's on HBO Max. Fucking watch it. It's great, and it's about the um, this like underground scam uh, where it's uh, telemarketers are calling to get people to donate to these different like police union funds and and you know and certain like political action committees as well. And it's just people are making so much money, and when they get shut down, they just start up as a new company, like a lot of those types of like things do, like a pyramid scheme would do. And and then they get to a point where they you realize that the police are actually involved. The police are involved, and then you find out like that there's nothing that the government cares to do about it because it's a little too difficult, and it's involving the police. Exactly, and nobody questions that stuff. And then also, the thing that I didn't realize that they say in it that makes a lot of sense is so. Um, you can't say that the whole idea where you can't say that 100% of the money goes to the police because it doesn't because when they first started 3% of the money was going to the police but because they had these guys doing it uh, I think the reason why it was left alone by the police is because 3% of tens of millions of dollars is better than if they went at it themselves yeah. and didn't use these companies. It was them doing no legwork and getting uh, like 200 grand uh, periodically. Uh, well, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I think an original, I think a sign on thing of 300 grand and then 3% going forward. I've gotten a call from one of those in the last three months. Really? And I, is it, was it AI or was it an actual person? It was a dude. Yeah. And before I got that or watched that documentary, I thought it was legit. Legit. I mean, they sound like legit cops, and and this. Uh, you, when you said the AI, you know, remember when the, in the documentary it's they crazy said that the AI was using a fucking dead guy's voice. Yep. Yeah, it's crazy. Ugh. So what I wanted to ask you: Have you ever got caught up in any type of like work scam, pyramid schemes, like like almost like multi level marketing job or no? No, I, but the only thing that came close is I had, a, I guess I had malware on my computer and whatever, for some reason I opened up my browser and this is years ago and the, I'm usually good at that, but for some reason how their interface, like how that it looked, yeah. I was like, oh, this might be, and then I call this number and I was like, oh, yeah, all right. I don't know what about it made me go, this looks legit. And then I called it. And then it picked up, and it was one of those banks, those phone banks, yeah. you know, India, whatever it was. And I went, oh, oh, and I just hung up, and that was it. So that's that's the only real. I'm trying to think. No, I, because I'm more, I'm more willing to. I would fall for stuff with I like from people. Well, let me let me tell you this story, and then see if you yeah. have anything similar to it. I think I've told you this not on the Is podcast. Is this the Venmo thing with your cousin? I mean, your your niece? No, I think I told that on the pod. Yeah, I told I told this to you off the podcast about when I was like. I think I told you last time we had lunch, but I'll just I'll say it on 
microphone <laughs> is um so when I was like 13, I answered a call at my buddy's house like late at night and it was this company called John Robert Powers that did uh, acting and modeling and I really wanted to be in yeah, acting and um, I set up an appointment with them. It was like a random cold call because uh, one of his sisters bought some magazine. So I go with my mom and my mom's boyfriend to this um, to this like conference room in downtown Pittsburgh and it's like everything in their presentation is black and white and super sleek and it's all people in either suits or turtlenecks or like like long black dresses and like it starts off like just the you know the video that shows it's like John Robert Powers perseverance you're like Vinny Chase going to see Jeremy <laughs> Pippen yeah <laughs> attitude like, this is my agent change your life be a star right so they like give us this whole presentation then uh they have each kid go individually into a room and do an ad read <clears throat> and i went in there and i did this ad read for gatorade where i'm like gatorade quench your thirst you know drink it down you know and i do Is this that how you did it probably i was a <laughs> fucking cor- i'm still a cornball i was a cornball then and uh, me and me and my mom and um i think her I don't know if her boyfriend came in with us, but it's just me and my mom. I think we get into this room with one of the one of the people working there, or one of the representatives, and the dude just sits down. And he like drops a folder on, and he's like, "Well, he got it. <laughs> he's got it. He's got that thing that you can't teach." And uh, wow, yeah, just blown away. So. We have three different packages. <laughs> and, he's like, and he's like, so this is what gets you your headshots. This gets you a, a guaranteed one audition. And he goes through all of these different packages. And dude, they and are Pittsburgh. ranging from fucking like three grand to like eight grand. And we are these absolute scumbags. We're broke. Right. Right. Like we are very like my mom is a single mom. Right. We're fucking poor. And I immediately, even at 13, I'm like, all right. This is bullshit. I know. I was like, I felt pretty good about the Gatorade ad read, but I know I don't have it. You know, yeah, yeah. you know, like your 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 BS meter went off immediately. It went off immediately. You know, I was like, you know, I, I I'm sure I was Daddy Warbucks in the production of Annie Junior at East Junior High, but you know, I uh, I was like, I was like, this can't be it. My mom, her bullshit meter, I could tell goes off. But my mom is my mom. She's a fucking sweetheart. She's like in her head like, I don't want to disappoint my son. I think he thinks he's going to be famous. She's like, well, you know, we could see what we can do. If I don't know if there's any like payment plan structure for this. Oh, and boy. He's, like, he's like, yeah, you know. And I remember going and, she, and she's like, uh, but I just really can't. We might have to go home and talk about this. For I was like, yeah, mom, let's talk about it in the car. And she's like, okay, okay, cool. And uh, she's like, yeah, but, you know, like we definitely would have to talk about it. So it was probably her her goal was going to be to like, how can I let him down easy so I don't have to fucking pay this guy four hundred dollars a month. And then we get out there and I was like, I'm so sorry. And she was like, OK, thank God that you yeah. knew that, that was bullshit. And she was. And, but my mom it was like, but I'm, you're still really good. We could still try some other things. And, like, get you into <laughs> That's acting. a good mom. Yeah. Really good mom. Have you ever gotten involved in anything like that? No, uh, I. I. So no, so the the only thing that happened was one time my sister, they had an open. So you're, you know, born on the Fourth of July, the Oliver Stone movie. Yeah, they had like an open call to for to play his to play Tom Cruise's sister in that movie in Long Island because Ron Kovac, whatever his name is, Ron Kovacs, the the guy it's about, is from Massapequa. He's from Long Island. Oh shit! So the story goes, I was not into any of this. I didn't act as a kid really. I was in a 
plays. One play was in the high school, one play in the middle school, but little tiny parts. But I didn't have like the acting bug. And uh, we go, I think it was at a high school where they were doing it or something. And we go, and my sister's online, and they see my sister, and they, I think they might have dismissed her. But supposedly, my mom and my sister say, Oliver Stone... <laughs> I swear to God, dude, this is going to sound... Is it going to piss me they off? They wanted to put me in a room to try out as him as a kid, as Ron Cove, as Tom Cruise as a kid. I was... I think I was eight. Like, mm. it would have been, I think it would have been, you know, him very young. Now, it was just to get into the room, and the story goes is I told them, no, I want to go home. I'm, I'm, I I, want to go get lunch or whatever it was. Wow. And I was like, I don't want to do it. And they're like, you just go in... Now, I wouldn't have gotten it. I don't look like... I don't look like even eight-year-old Tom Cruise. Yeah. I was, I was a much... I'm much more of a looker. You would have. I was. I was sexy at eight. I was. Oh, I was really? Bangable at eight. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Big time. You would have no. been a very popular Boy Scout. <laughs> <laughs> but um, they say to this day, they're like Oliver Stone was there. I don't. I don't remember Oliver Stone being there. Like he was there. He picked you out and wanted you to put you in. He thought you were there to audition, and he was like, "Yeah, put him uh, on that line with whatever to to, to check him out." And and uh, and I was like, "I don't want to." And they're like. You really? You should. And then, and I, I was like, no, let's go. So and you're even kind of a pain in the ass diva as a kid. <laughs> Am I a pain in the ass diva now? <laughs> no, I haven't had. You were hangry. I haven't had my lunch, <laughs> mommy. If Oliver Stone wants a meeting with me, he could come by the house and meet me in the study. Yeah, I don't read. <laughs> uh, I get offers. <laughs> send an offer to my agent, aka Mummy. <laughs> so yeah, so I full on. <laughs> um, Whatever, Oliver Stone fucking sucks anyway. He does suck. You're like, hey, let me know when Scorsese wants to give me a call. Hey, oh my god, yeah, of course. But 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 he's. How'd I, you get excited? Because I I'm of that. A lot of people like I do. My, my brother-in-law I think loves Oliver Stone. I do not like Oliver Stone's movies. I think he sucks ass. Actually, I re- I remember thinking that I loved Any Given Sunday. I've never seen it, and I rewatched it, and it's bad. I was like, woof! This could be so fucking good. And he makes some decisions where I'm like, dude, you just want Siskel and Ebert to say something interesting about you. Just make a good fucking movie, dude. Well, two two things that got me with him. One is I was big into Tarantino, and then when he took over Natural Born Killers, because you know that was you know he selling the script for Natural Born Killers was it was or was it true? True Whatever romance it was. and Natural Born Killers. Yeah, so yeah. It got him to be able to make Reservoir Dogs, I think. Right? Yeah. And I think it, I think he was down to either he was gonna either make Reservoir Dogs or Natural Born Killers. Like, oh no no no, Natural Born Killers was a gi- was originally a giant script. Yeah, and that where where the where Mickey and Mallory were the alter egos of Clarence and um, whatever her name From is. True Romance. Yes. Yeah. But I think he even chopped it up into the two movies beforehand. But when he made Natural Born Killers and I watched it, I'm like, this sucks. That movie sucks. I liked it, and it's it's not it's not and, rewatchable. And then the other thing was when I was a kid. True Romance I, is amazing, though. True Romance is, is, is yeah. great, but it's Tony Scott. And then when I was a kid, I. Was really when I was like fourteen. I was into when ninety two, right when when um, uh, JFK came out. I was so into it, and then years later, you find out that like thirty percent of it's full on bullshit. Really? Yeah. I never watched. He, it. he sticks by that shit to this day, and it's yeah, he it's, sucks. It's filled with holes. Okay. Well, speaking of Quentin Tarantino, speaking of movies, it's a perfect transition for absolutely. our jerk method. Um, and, and you know, you know where this idea comes from? I think it originates from. Is sometimes I help I come over and I help you with uh, 
when you self tapes with self tapes. And what happens during the self tapes is me reading behind the camera. I feel like my acting as even just somebody helping you read a script is so inspiring. And it's and it's 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 acting that you don't see in today's modern cinema. I have, I have more of like a this old school uh, flair for the noir and the new wave okay. cinema era that you just don't see anymore. I'm, I'm talking like I'm like a Jack Nicholson or a uh, you know like a Robert Redford type. That's really one way to Warren look at Beatty. It. That's why I would I would put it more. I would use one word to describe it. And it's weird. Sufficient. And sufficient. passable. And, and then you're and doing your fucking, you know, Irish think, bullshit in front of the camera. I don't think it gets into the the, the world of mediocre. It might, it might, it might, it might stick its toe in a little bit. But, it, but I would, I would use a couple of words to describe it. But you're, you're in the ballpark. I you're, would just, I would go a different route than you do when it comes to your, your acting with the, with the cell tapes. You're never gonna be fucking honest to me. I know this. But how many times have you sent those tapes, and they said, "Hey, man, whoever's reading." They've got it. No, they said, no, no, no. What they did say was, did you do this with somebody who knows how to read? Like, like literally knows, has the ability to read words on a page. Oh, really? And I, th- I they thought they were said. just being tongue-in-cheek a little bit They're being funny, but being the more I think about it, the more I think they might have been telling the truth. Oh. They, go, they go, did you take this with an illiterate person? And, and I said, oh, I think they were busting chops. Oh, you're busting chops. Oh, you said that? I go, you you're said bust- you're busting chops? Oh, yeah, I said you're busting chops. And then the more I thought about it, I'm like, Maybe they're right. Maybe it does come off like that a oh. little bit in, in the in the like pronunciation. I thought the, you know. I thought they said this guy's acting even from behind the camera made me almost slide off of my chair because I came all over myself because how fucking good he is. Well, that would he's be unprofessional. The, he's the next coming of De Niro. Anywho, uh, better luck next time, pal. We we already we already found somebody to play dock worker four. No no no, they, fucking they, asshole. They, fucking they yell at me. <laughs> Fucking bust my chops. They said... <laughs> bust your chops right in the fucking ass. <laughs> they did, just, despite what was going on, we'd like to offer you this and whatever role going forward that, we, that, we, that we're casting. I go, wait, you mean even before you guys have the jobs? And they go, yeah. Your resilience in that moment dealing with that horse shit on the other <laughs> side of the, of the camera. We we, mm. we 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 can't believe the 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 fortitude you had and the, and the complete just just natural glowing talent on the other side just to turn that moment into into absolute magic. Well, that's and weird. I said, well, thank you. I, I was trying to be humble about it. I was like, <laughs> thank you so much. I, I really appreciate that. But you know, I, I I'll try better next time to get a, a partner that really can kind of match what's going on on in in front of the camera. Okay, anybody listening, I want you to know right now that that is a complete farce. Because not only is that not true, but I, I wanted to, I wasn't going to throw this in your face, but now I'm going to do it. Because you I know what you're going to say. Is I got an email the other day. Um, from John from a cast- Robert Sebastian. John Robert Powers. Um, no, from a, from a casting director. Right. And he said, hey, I used my friends at the FBI to track down your voice from one of the self-tapes of uh, this uh, Sean Donovan guy. <laughs> he didn't even get your fucking name right. It's hilarious. And then he goes, he goes, uh, y- your, your friend, he's eh, not what we were looking for for the part, but your voice was phenomenal. We'd like you to do some voiceover work, right? Me being the good friend that I am. I said, hey, why don't you give my buddy another shot? And then they go, hey, we got to be honest. Us saying he was meh was a huge gross understatement uh not only 
was Oliver Stone wrong when he <laughs> fucked up the movie Natural Born Killers. But even thinking this kid could play a young Tom Cruise shows that he doesn't deserve to be directing major motion pictures, let alone taking videos on a camera phone. <laughs> I, I, that's a lot. That was a lot of words. Yeah. And um, I kind of wish... You know, you had the same fervor when you make the tapes. I, I wish you, you know, I, I actually believed it. Like, I, be- I believe that acting. I mean, I really don't think that's true. I think, I, and I, 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 what was the end of that conversation? She says, so if your mom will send us $400 a month, <laughs> <laughs> we'll get this ball rolling. <laughs> And then they mailed me an old cassette tape of my Gatorade audition. We tracked this down, too. So Uh, the scene that I brought us for our jerk method, and I don't know how you want to do this, Sean. It is is the scene from a movie we both adore. It is the famous scene from Pulp Fiction where Jules and Vincent are in the car um, talking about uh, Vincent's trip to Amsterdam. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, do I, I mean? Are we gonna act this, or are we gonna try to? I, I don't. I don't think we should do uh, Travolta and Sam Jackson. No, no, we should do our own our own version of it. I think. Yeah, I agree. But I would, because it was your idea to do this, and I think it's a great new section on the pod. I would like you to what the hell? I would like you to. Um, you should be Vincent Vega on this. Oh, it's gonna be Jules. Why, the, Vincent Vega? This is his scene in the movie. I know that's why I was going to let you do it. No, no, no. Okay, I, 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 I'll hey, be Vincent Vega. I, I, I want you to, uh, to have the uh, to be the, the main guy in the scene here. All right, all right. So let's do it our own our own way. Like, let's actually really try to. Do you want me to really try? I, I'll do the same thing. Okay. I want to really try to. Because if I was doing Jules, I was going to do a voice. Well, I'm glad I'm doing Jules. Okay. Because <laughs> I can only imagine what that voice would be. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> tell me again about those hash bars. All right, go ahead. All right. Uh, no, no, it's you first. You're Vincent. Um, I might have oh, sent those to you fucked up. Wait, hold on. Oh, no. Oh, here we go. Jules is at the top. It's, not, okay, this it's is the fucked start, up right? because I copied and pasted illegally from a website because you can't actually find the script. Yeah, which is really weird that yeah, I was, anything on I the was internet, digging for some it. Some scripts you can't find, especially Tarantino. Um, and you could pick the scene next week. All right, perfect. Yeah. Okay, so tell me about the hash bars. Okay, what do you want to know? Well, hash is legal over there, right? Yeah, it's legal, but it ain't 100% legal. I, I mean, you can't walk into a restaurant, roll a joint, and start puffing away. I mean, they want you to smoke in your home or certain design places. And those are the hash bars, right? Yeah, it, it breaks down like this, okay? It's legal to buy it. It's legal to own it. And if you're the proprietor of a hash bar, it's legal to sell it. It's legal to carry it, but... That doesn't matter, because get a load of this, all right? If you get stopped by a cop in Amsterdam, it's illegal for them to search you. I mean, that's a right the cops in Amsterdam don't have. Oh, man, I'm going. That's all there is to it. I'm fucking going. I know, baby. You, you dig it the most. But you know what the funniest thing about Europe is? What? It's the little differences. I mean, they got the same shit over there they got here, but it's just... It's just, it's just a little bit different. Example. All right. You walk into a movie theater in Amsterdam and buy a beer. And I don't mean like a, in a paper cup. I'm talking about a glass of beer. And in Paris, you can buy a beer at a McDonald's. 
And you know what they call a quarter pounder with cheese in Paris? They don't call it a quarter pounder with cheese? No. They got the metric system over there. They wouldn't, they wouldn't know what the fuck a quarter pounder is. Then what do they call it? They call it a Royale with cheese. Royale with cheese. But doesn't he say that? <laughs> <laughs> what do they call a Big Mac? Big Mac's a Big Mac. But, but they call it La Big Mac. La Big Mac. <laughs> what do they call a Whopper? I don't know. I didn't go to Burger King. But you know what they put on fries in Holland instead of ketchup? What? Mayonnaise. God damn. I've seen them do it, man. They fucking drown them in that shit. Oof. Okay. <laughs> that was pretty good. I think it was pretty good. Do you know what my problem was? What? Is it was taking everything in my power to fight the urge to do Travolta. Uh, I kept having to push it away. Really? Yeah, because he does have that, like, you know, like, like thinking of a line where it's like, uh, uh, which, which one was tough? Because uh, I, I know, baby, you're digging the most. That's, yeah. Well, that's, yeah, 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 yeah. That, yeah. Was, that was tough because I was like, I would never, you know, it was like hard to like. It's also weird, a cold read, because I don't remember this scene as much as I thought I did. Or like, I, th- I thought I knew this almost I word knew, for word. When, when I said, love Big Mac, when I repeat, repeated one of them. Oh, no, no, no. Whenever I said the uh, Royal with cheese. I forgot there was something after that. Yeah. And I knew that it was that, but I just didn't know the follow up. And you Sam Jackson that line. Yeah, 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 right. <laughs> it's it's really hard not to have this. It's in, the, yeah. but yeah, like I was just thinking, like like you know, he had he's because Vincent plays it so cool, and he's like, I mean, they got the same shit over there, but like it's a little different. Like you know, he got that like like almost that like Vinnie Barbarino still in him a little bit in the fucking Vincent Vega, like that like cool dude like yes, fucking like, hip yeah, yeah, Italian yeah, yeah, guy, yeah, yeah. and uh, I thought that was a pretty good first jerk method. I thought that was good. Really what a good. scene. I might, I might, I might pick a Tarantino one as well. Yeah, you have to. Just so good. Don't tell me, but you know what? Too, and reading that, you could tell it's so Tarantino when it gets to the uh, Vincent breaking down the the. It's illegal to sell it, you know, like going through yes. the whole that thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you you did the same spaces. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what reminds me of the same scene when. Tim Roth in Reservoir Dogs is explaining the um yeah when he's doing the rehearsed and then also in Tarantino is explaining the Bonnie situation yes it's the same kind of uh, cadence pacing. and like yes. also man oh man the guy who plays his sorry not his sorry his not his captain but um his boss Tim Roth's boss in Reservoir Dogs he, he just Naturally, he, like you could tell me he's related to Sam Jackson. Like that's how much he, he sounds so like him a little bit. Kind of looks like him, uh, and he's and he's great. But it's also a guy. If he kept doing movies that level, he would have had all the parts that yeah. Sam Jackson had. But yeah, I think you're right. And yeah, he has his own type of. I wonder if he has well something like that in each or a couple times in each movie where it's like the. It's done in a certain. You're right. The way that the words are done are very like I wouldn't call it halting, but it's like a. How 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 did you feel about that first read? I thought it was good. Yeah. And that one little part that I screwed up because I I know, I'm like I know this next part and I tried it and I was like oh there's a, there's another line in it. I will say the uh, with the I don't think if I got that script I would have del- like if I got that script without seeing the movie I would have delivered that so much different and I was trying so hard to like fight the right yeah it's weird but that's the hard part about. How about this? How about this? Why don't we... I'll give it to you. We'll try to do it 
off book one time. Okay. Where we memorize it and we just do it from we have the we have it there. We have the sides there. Just try to print them out. Just in case. But we try to do it without looking at the paper and then do it. That'll also help you do it in your own way. I think. I think or it should help us. We're gonna become amazing actors. Amazing actors. We're gonna win an Oscar for this. All right. Um I don't know if we have time or if you're interested in this. I say we read through it one more time, but we do it as southern gentlemen. As if the, if the, if if this was if this was a cow if, if this was a western that Tarantino made, well that's because we'll that's do it in your favorite accent. voice to do. Okay, we can do a different one. What's no, another one? What's that one? Okay, <laughs> I'll do it. That's fine. And you want me to do? Do you want to switch parts? Uh, no, because okay. you, no, no, because now I got a little bit of you got your you got your your, your, right. your Garth Brooks thing going. I was like, here we go. All right, okay. <laughs> I can say that, but you, when you have to be told to do an accent. Okay, tell me about tell me again about the hash bars. All right, what do you want to know? Well, hash is legal over there, right? Yeah, it's legal, but it ain't a hundred percent legal. I mean, like, you can't walk into a restaurant, roll a joint, start puffing away. I mean, they want you to smoke it in your home or certain designated places. And those are the hash bars. Yeah, it breaks down like this. Okay, it's legal to buy it. It's legal to own it. And if you're the proprietor of a hash bar, it's legal to sell it. It's like Gomer Pyle. <laughs> it's legal to <laughs> to carry it, but but that doesn't matter because get a load of this. All right, if you're stopped by a cop in Amsterdam, it's illegal for them to search you. I mean, that's a right the cops in Amsterdam just don't have. Oh man, I'm going. That's all there is to it. I'm fucking gone. I know, baby. You dig it the most. <laughs> that sounds very weird in the next one. But you know what the funniest thing about Europe is? What? It's the little differences. I mean, they got the same shit over there that they got here, but it's just it's just there's a little bit different. Example. All right. You walk into a movie theater in Amsterdam, you could buy a fucking beer. I don't mean like no paper cup. I'm talking about a glass of cold beer. And in Paris, you can buy beer at a McDonald's. And you know what they call a quarter pounder with cheese in Paris? They don't call it a quarter pounder with cheese. No. <laughs> that was not a <laughs> I'm so bad. They don't call it a quarter pounder with cheese? <laughs> no, dude. They got the metric system out there. They wouldn't know what the fuck a quarter pounder is. Then what do they call it? They call it a Royale with cheese. Royale with cheese. What do they call a Big Mac? Big Mac's a Big Mac. But they call it La Big Mac. La Big Mac. <laughs> what do they call a Whopper? <laughs> I, I don't know. I didn't go to Burger King. But you, you know what they put on French fries in Holland instead of ketchup? What? Mayonnaise. God damn. No, I seen them do it, man. They fucking drown them in that shit. What? Mayonnaise. Oh, <laughs> ooh, ooh. I, I don't remember. Do you remember him saying that in the movie? Ugh. Ugh. I think it's a ugh. Yeah, he goes ugh. Maybe I don't know. I pulled this. I pulled this off of a very sketchy website. <laughs> this could be from the. You never know. I thought I was gonna get it from the porn parody Pulp Friction, <laughs> which exists. <laughs> what do they call a Big Mac? The Big Cock. <laughs> <laughs> what do they call Big Dick in Paris? <laughs> Well, it's about that time, my friend. I don't know what they call it, but I know what it looks like. And then he pulls it out. And <laughs> can I say, can I say something real quick though before we leave? Yeah. And, and it is pornography related. Uh, I used to do I used to do a joke about this. I no longer do it because I don't think it's I don't think it's a very good joke and I don't think it's very tasteful. But it is the truth. Is there are writers for porn? Yeah. 
is there an easier job than being a writer for pornography? Like I, you would never get writer's block. No, because you pro- it's pro- there's probably just they probably just have form form like you know that's what I'm saying. It's yeah. like you're like ah, what do I make him say next? That nah, pulls dick out. Yeah, 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 yeah. The writing. The writing is not. Um, yeah, I can. I can imagine. It, you know, the writing's not what. Pe- the, the writing's not what keeps people coming. No, no. <laughs> you mean to the theaters or in a different way? <laughs> to the porno theaters? That's another thing. It's like that was a thing at some point, which I guess they still have them. Like, even if I was this is 1976 or 19 whatever it is, and they had them in the city. You know, Times Square used to have them a lot. I can't. I can never imagine myself going. Go I'm together. walking. <laughs> You wouldn't go with me as buds. <laughs> yes, uh, yes. I would go with with a friend, and need. <laughs> People would be there jacking off, and they'd be like, "Are these guys podcasting?" Behind us? <laughs> hey, Sean, we're co- we're coming live with brand new jerks from uh, from the porn theater in Midtown, <laughs> from the Cock Factory. Yeah, uh, which just sounds like a gay porn theater more than anything else. I think they, they would have more majestic names than that. All right, now we're getting so. silly. Let's get out of here. We're getting, we're getting, we're getting off the rails. All right, uh, thanks everybody so much for tuning in. You can, uh, you can find brand new jerks uh, audio on Spotify, Apple Pods. Leave us ratings, and re- ratings and reviews out there. Uh, YouTube, we have our full video episodes out there as well as um, our shorts. Um, if you just want a smaller dose of the jerks, uh, and we also share all of our. Um, short videos on reels on Instagram uh, between our two personal pages. Um, I am at Reza Wadney. And I am at Shawnee Time. And uh, we have uh, a weekend coming up pretty soon. Yeah. End of have, October. Yeah. We have, uh, we'll be at Wisecrackers. It's always a fun time. Me and, me and the racer going to uh, 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 Mohegan Sun in, uh, in Pennsylvania. Wilkes-Barre. New room. So if you are a fan of of the show and you live near that casino the the club has a brand new room we're buddies with the guy who runs it uh and it's supposedly a thousand times better than the old room that's what i heard come it, on come on out and uh and hang come hang with us after hang with us i'm drinking this time last time i couldn't drink Ooh, so my girl we're was gonna get in trouble little couple booze hounds can't put that booze down all right i love that yeah, yeah me too all right i'll see you later bye sean bye bye